the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. 2015, 2016, 2015 is wrapping up the books. 2016, a lot of people are calling for a global recession because of what we're seeing in oil. I say work with what the market gives you. Don't try to be right. Um, Chris Christopherson once sang partly truth and partly fiction. Telling the difference between the two has proved key for investing in success. Um... I don't watch CNBC because if you do, it'll make you loco in the cocoa. Um, you'll see things that are like, market's going up. Next person comes out, market's going down. You're like, okay, just pick one, would you? The S&P 500 can be best described as having been violently flat this year. Um, the popular benchmark, the S&P 500... Uh, had 71 days of gains or losses of 1% or more, up from 38 last year, so it's violent. But again, it didn't go anywhere. Popular benchmark also suffered its first correction since 2012 when it dropped 11% over six days in August. But it came right back. Um, you can look at some names of stocks and restaurants, or some names of some stocks. And, uh, you just see it's kind of like... It wasn't bad all over, right? Um, but Kate Spade, the purse maker, had already dropped 22%. Um, and then it fell another 28%. Um, Quanta Services, down 19%. Um, you could take a look at things like American Airlines and United Continental. Strong performance due to the drop in oil, but also due to the fact that... Uh, they haven't put on a lot of extra capacity. Alaska Air, Southwest Airlines, JetBlue, all have very little exposure to you know global markets where it's a negative. Um, I think the way you play airlines in the United States is you stay domestic 
and you stay with Alaska Southwestern JetBlue, knowing that United and American likely will do well, but they've got that international exposure more so than the first three that I mentioned. So don't get too caught up in the stories and too caught up in the predictions. Um, I just, I think it hurts you. So global recession for 2016. Um, what did the guy say about 2015? What did he say about 2008? Um, how strong is the U.S. economy? Is the U.S. economy weakening? Just work with the data that you have right now. In my opinion. But again, do whatever you want to. Consult a worker advisor for taking action on any stocks. <clears throat> Twitter and Pandora. These are two tech companies that didn't have a rousing, wonderful type of run. Like Facebook and Netflix and Amazon, Alphabet, a.k.a. Google, or Alibaba. But what will they do in 2016? I don't own tech stocks. I rent them. And what I mean by that is I don't see a business model there that's going to last forever and ever. Um, within reason. you got to cut me a little slack on that one. Um, but there was a big tech company in the, the 1990s called Sony that dominated the, the music industry, that dominated the headphones industry, that dominated the speaker industry. And that morphed into Apple. And will Apple have lose its way down the road? They're trying the best not to. But could I see it happening? Sure. And we'll see it happening is that 12-year-old girl who's babysitting your kids. Ask her what's on her phone. Ask her what she's using. So Pandora, there's been a lot of rumors recently, like Howard Stern's going to jump to Pandora. Um, eh, didn't happen. He resigned with XM Sirius Satellite Radio. But there's rumors on that level. And could I see Pandora being acquired by Apple just so that they could say that they own music? I could, and it wouldn't be a lot of money to Apple. Um, so sometimes for next year, I'm looking at this year's losers for next year's winners in stocks. Um, I do things a little differently than most. At the end of the year, a lot of people are you know selling their losers so they can buy, you know, get a tax loss. Sure, that's something you should consider. Uh, but you should also consider selling some of your winners because they may have had too much of a run. Can Netflix, LinkedIn, Amazon, Alphabet, Facebook, Amazon, can they repeat what they've done this year, what they did last year? Um, even companies like Apple get a little bit tired. Disney was higher today, and then they went lower. Star Wars Force Awakens pulled in $238 million in domestic box office beating a record held by Jurassic Park. More so important to you as the investor, thinking they're pretty well set up for the next for the, the future. Um, I know some people that would lose their mind, lose their mind if a Boba Fett movie was made. See, Boba Fett's dead, so he can't be in the new one. But if you go back in time, you could use some Boba Fett. And isn't it sad that I know people who would lose their mind in excitement over Boba Fett? I mean, he was cool and all, but not that cool. Or maybe he was. Maybe he was. Um, <clears throat> Syngenta up a little bit. There's uh, some talk that they may be acquired by China Chem. Uh, Syngenta is a one of those seed companies that you either love or you hate. 
that are creating genetically modified organisms, I have a neighbor who would probably kill me if I said, I'm pro-GMO. Um, but I know some investors, and I know some you know, critics of food who would probably go, we're not going to be on this planet. All these people can't be supported by our farming. So we've got to change something. So I see, I'm not going to say I see both sides, because I think that's being silly. But I think you have to uh, be a little bit more open-minded in what's acceptable and what's not. Martin Screlly says drug price hikes have uh, led to his arrest. He's been fired by one of the companies that he was CEO of. He's quit the other company that he was CEO of. Uh, he's a poster boy. Is he the only one out there who's doing these Ponzi schemes and, and bad businesses? No. Um, but with that said, like it's good to see you know the SEC uh, jump in on it and you know take him down as fast as they have. One of the more interesting companies that we've seen in the last couple of years is uh, a blood testing startup, and there's a company called Theranos. And U.S. health regulators are investigating complaints about laboratory and research practices at Theranos by two former employees of the blood testing startup. Um, the CEO and the founder of Theranos is this Stanford grad. Or an idea. I, she may have, I think she probably uh, dropped out, to be correct. Um, but it's a hotly contested company. Elizabeth Holmes is her name. Um, so the company's coming out and defending themselves, whereas the government's getting involved in looking at it. It's not publicly traded, but if it were, she's one of the richest people under the age of 30. Um, like, she's Zuckerberg-type rich for under 30. And if the tests work like she says they work, then she's going to be, you know, furiously, wonderfully rich. But these are the stories that I get to work with, and it is kind of fun. Uh, we'll take a break here. We'll be right back. You're listening to Rob Black Shoe. Find me online at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. This holiday season, give the gift that might actually appreciate. Open an account for your children. You know, gone will be the cheap plastic toy that they forget about by the 26th. Replaced will be shares of Amazon or Tesla. If you want to be cute and buy them a share of Disney, get them a Mickey Mouse watch, and they'll see the two together. Buy them shares of Coca-Cola and buy them a can of Coke. Um, if they get an Xbox One for Christmas, maybe buy them a share of Microsoft. Get your kids thinking this way. It's going to be critically important that we snap them out of, uh, that we, we snap them into financial shape. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Let's bring in Tony Mendez, talk a little real estate. 
Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Let's talk about paying off debt in order to get that loan done. What would stop a loan from getting approved with debt? A high debt ratio. Okay. Uh, Dodd-Frank uh, implemented qualified mortgage rules. Lenders are, are sticking to it. Um, you know, there are ways to go over it with better credit, better equity, but for the most part, 43% is what they call the back-end ratio. That's all of your debt combined with the new mortgage payment with your taxes and insurance. So uh, credit card debt, car payment debt, student loan debt, any debt that you have adds to that ratio on a monthly basis. And uh, there are lenders now that will allow you to pay off that debt, part of a refinance, in order to qualify for a loan. So, for example... Let's say you have a 50% ratio with all of your debt. You have a $20,000 credit card with a $500 payment on a monthly basis, and you have you know, 25% equity in your home. Well, you could simply refinance. Sometimes you might get a higher rate, hopefully keep the same or lower, and you can get a double benefit here. But for dollar for dollar, that $20,000 is usually $1 for every $3. So it's 60-something percent lower in payment. Yeah, you might go pay interest over a period of time, but it allows you to save money and manage that debt and, and get that refinance done. This also works where, um, you know, with, with auto loans as well. Okay. I've seen people, I haven't seen anybody do student loans. That would be actually crazy in some most cases that, that payment is incredibly low compared to the, the debt balance. Some of them are. Some student debt, you know, if you're not. I have it. seen them creep up recently, yeah. uh, but I still wouldn't, I just don't, I just don't, I feel really uncomfortable unless you're talking to a CFP or a CPA. And that guy's calling me and saying, hey, this is what we're doing. I've authorized you, you know, this, this borrower to do this type of transaction. Um, you know, this brings up a good point. You know, there's a lot of people that are doing transactions, uh, and they still do transactions over the last few years after, you know, getting a huge scare, of, you know, and, and a, a reality check and how risky mortgages can be. They're still making transactions without the advice of, uh, you know, their, their circle of trust. You know, those, those people, that, the CPAs, the CFPs, that should be, you know, guiding them through this. Okay. And and I know you agree with this. Is you know that people make some strange money decisions. I saw a guy write off his kid's college tuition on his tax returns. <laughs> you know, it's like we had to wait another year just to get him done because it took away from his income. So people do crazy things. The real estate process is crazy in the first place, and don't complicate it by making like they're going to check your taxes now. Yep. Like, make sure you have a PDF copy of them. Um, Otherwise, you're going to be, you know, Xerox and your your brains out. So that's one of the things I love about having an accountant is, you know, he, he the CPA he just does the, you know, PDF and it's always there and it's nice. It's, yep. um, a lot of self-employed people need to be with, especially if they're doing a transaction in two years, within two years, to go with, go to their CPA and say, um, and their loan agent and have them work together and say, what do I need to qualify for? Because you don't use your gross income on on self-employed, you use your net income. Back in the day of liar loans. Did you still have to do um, tax returns? Uh, no, <laughs> no. Okay. It was it was you basically said I work in this industry. Okay. And then they the you you'd state an income, and then they would they had a website that they would go to that said okay this type of industry to say I'm a you know I'm a plumber for I'm a master plumber or master electrician. How much does that make in this zip code where you live? And it'll it'll set up a dollar amount. And a scale, a little chart, and if you fall within a certain variance, you you get the that you'll allow that income. It's crazy. Liar loans were crazy. One of the, you know, frustrating situations arise. I refinanced an office building that I own, and they wanted to do an appraisal, 
and what do you think an appraisal would cost? I, I know how much an appraisal costs for a, a commercial property. So okay. it's probably over $1,000. $5,000. Yeah. And it, it's tough because the comparables in that area, nothing sells. It's right next to a courthouse. So once someone buys it, they typically keep it forever. So there's no comparables, and that's why they're jacking up the appraisal fee on it. Um, so they were literally going to do like a, a really personal detailed. Yeah, that's, that's something that you, we talked about, appraisals and overvalue and, and so on. And, you know, comparables is a big issue right now with low inventory. Um, and that's another reason why people have to be concerned about you know, that appraisal. Yeah, thinking about that, you know, the home that I own, it would have tough comparables because it's it's such a unique street. So you go one mile, yep. half a mile, half a mile away, and it ain't the same. It ain't the same I, community. I, I heard a realtor say that they said, "Well, you're going to pay forty thousand dollars more than the appraised value." He says, "But the but the, the realtor says, but your house now became a comp." <laughs> That's Tony Mendez. You need a loan, you need a refi, you can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. How good does Disney have it? Not only do they have the Star Wars film out now, but they've got Finding Dory, Captain America Civil War uh, next year. Perhaps a Frozen 2 sometime soon. They're working on it. Uh, But on top of that, in December of next year, they've got Rogue One spinoff which is the story of how the Death Star plans got stolen and given to Princess Leia. Then, in May of the following year, of 2017, they have um, they have the Star Wars 8, the sequel to the one that just came out. They've already pulled in $500 million um, quickly for Star Wars. Um, I think it's going to break $2 billion. I, I'm not... I'm not a betting man in this kind of a case, but projections were for just under $2 billion. i got to imagine they've got some legs to them with the holiday season. Um, plus, next year they've got a reboot of the Pirates of Caribbean. They've got two Marvel movies that are new. Uh, well, one, Doctor Strange Love, or Doctor Strange, and then they've also got another Guardians of the Galaxy coming out. They've got Cars 3 coming down the road, which is big with consumer products, licensing. They've got a live version of Beauty and the Beast, um, the redos of movies that Malficient and a couple others that they've done recently, Cinderella, uh, the live versions have done very, very well. They've got a new original property called Mona, which is a Pacific Island princess story that's getting early buzz comparable to Frozen. So uh, Disney's got the, the Midas touch. Maybe that's the most dangerous time to be interested in them, but dang it if it isn't compelling. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Gasoline's fallen under $2 for the first time since 2009. That should help domestic businesses in the United States. Um, but they differ like gold and clay. So, Kohl's does very well. Uh, TJ Maxx does very well. In retail apparel, it's a hit and miss after that. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, what a year, huh? <laughs> it wasn't that much of a year. I'd say it was a year of a lot of mergers and acquisitions. If I were to boil it down, subdued for years after the financial crisis, a lot of mergers and acquisitions came roaring back. So companies around the world struck deals worth about $4.6 trillion. If companies are looking at each other to buy each other, that, that tells you there's some value in the stock market. The government did recently block the Home Depot, no, 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 the Staples and Office Depot acquisition. And I think in the end, they're going to regret it. Uh, when I go into Staples, it looks like, uh, you know, kind of like a zombie land. Um, same thing with Office Depot. There's like three employees, and it's a football field. And you're just going in for, you know, paper clips. You're like, okay, if I were a paper clip, where would I hide in this room? Because you have to find it yourself. Um, some of the mergers could be a way station, you know, for a better move down the road. Pfizer, maker of staples like Lipitor, Cholesterol Pills, Advil, they said they're going to swallow Botox maker Allergen for about $150 billion, but the deal soon could be followed by a breakup that would create new players in the drug industry as, you know, they want to get a better tax treatment, but then they want to spin out things like maybe Advil doesn't fit their, their future business model. Um, Avago is buying Broadcom for $37 billion. Dow Chemical and DuPont said they're going to get together. So this was a pretty big year for mergers and acquisitions. Stocks are going to have their worst performance unless there's a Christmas miracle since 2011. Um, the Dow is down about 4% for the year. So it set half a dozen plus records in the first half of the year, and then it just kind of weakened. Um, shares have been okay. You know, junk bonds have been a bit of an issue recently. Oil has been a large issue. This was the year that we had an emissions scandal in Gulf Volkswagen. Um... I don't know. Would you ever buy a Volkswagen? Or is now the time to buy a Volkswagen? The fraud involved up to 11 million cars. It involves other things other than the VW brands, as well as Audi, Porsche, Skoda, and Seat. Uh, VW is, you know, are they the only car maker that's been deceiving regulators? I doubt it. Um, but, you know, that disclosure... Uh, is going to make regulators really, really, really tough on them in the future. Private valuations of startup companies hit record highs. Um, this is the year of the quote-unquote unicorn. 63 startups worldwide are valued at over a billion dollars. Just a few years ago, a billion-dollar valuation was practically unheard of. Names like Etsy. You're like, isn't that the site that you could sell stuff on? Crafts? It is. But historically low interest rates have, you know, enticed mutual funds, hedge funds, and banks to, you know, take up some riskier bunts, uh, bets and to hunt for the next Facebook. There was just 28 tech companies that IPO'd in 2015. Um, 46% of them that have gone public since the start of 2014 are, you know, performing below their IPO prices. So you can't say that it's a, a very, very good year for mergers and acquisitions. 
or um, for IPOs. Mergers and acquisitions, it was a very good year. So that goes without saying, right? Um, FTC uh, rejected Staples' revised Office Depot bid, which, again, I think in the end, we're going to look back at that and we're going to go, Amazon's going to eat their lunch. And this was probably one of the last chance for shareholders to get, you know, a good deal put in place. The FTC didn't even make a counteroffer. They said it was so ludicrous that the two of you want to join together. Um, I don't know. Do you have an opinion on that one? So I know a lot of businesses now use Costco. A lot of businesses now use Amazon. Um, And I think that's going to continue to hurt and play into. Uh, I'm having trouble finding the word. Amazon's going to have like 20 to 25% of all Christmas sales this year. Do we not think that that Office Depot and Staples are on the target? Quentin Tarantino's latest Christmas film has already been hacked. It's not, it's already been leaked online. And this is kind of an interesting thought, and I kind of want to play a game with you and see if you can figure out why. Okay, see if you can figure out why. It's not even launched in Cinema Strike yet. It's not the only blockbuster. Creed, The Revenant, Legend, Steve Jobs, Joy, they all popped up on piracy sites. What do you think made it so easy for them to pop up on piracy sites? Is there a piracy bonanza going on? Is there someone inside the studio who gets a digital copy and and uploads it to torrents? The answer is... It's award season. The Oscars, the BAFTAs, the Golden Globes... Um, all those movies have Oscar-winning performances or award-winning performances inside them. And they have to send DVDs to the people who vote. And uh, that's how they ultimately get ripped and link, uh, uploaded. So, I know, it's, to me that's a little bit odd. The Hateful Eight's had a bit of a curse, as you might know. And I love Quentin Tarantino. If you've ever watched an interview with him or heard an interview with him more than three minutes long, He's just a bundle of energy that's fun. Um, the Hateful Eight has been affected by a leak before. Back in 2014, its script was leaked online, and that caused director Quentin Tarantino to freak out and rewrite it. Um, <clears throat> he canceled the film for a while, and it's kind of a, a movie like Clue, where one of the guys, well, most of the guys are not what, who they say they are. Some of the guys are not who they say they are. Some of the guys... So he had to rewrite it. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't know. So I'd like to see that film, though. That's, uh, his films are always fun. So, and it's shot in 70 millimeters, so it's going to be beautiful. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Gasoline. Holy mackerel. Have you seen gasoline? Um, $2 a gallon. It's under $2 a gallon. And that should have people spending money, and we are spending money. And I think the only thing we're spending money on, though, is Star Wars. The Force is strong with the new Star Wars franchise. Is it not? Are you done tired of the Star Wars hype? Because I'm about done tired. If you were to give me a pistol and say, you got to listen to Star Wars song ten times in a row, I might only make it through eight. I might only make it through eight. Disney's got more films up their sleeve, though. they got Finding Dory. they got Captain America Civil War. They're going to have a good year. 
Here's a Santa school in Michigan where you pay $400 in tuition, and they teach you how to be a great Santa. And you start off, you know, hearing that, and you're like, why is Rob talking about this? Why is Rob talking about this? Because kids turn off the radio for a quick second. There's a lot of people who dress up and act like Santa. And that ain't a bad job. Now, sure, you're going to have to go and get a suit. It's going to cost you anywhere between 500 and 2000 probably. You know, the, the better beards versus the worst beards. Getting your beard groomed. I know you're saying, um, did he just say that? Yes. Yes. Um, but it's a nice way for seniors to get a little Christmas cash. Um, and I love the idea of, you know, a Mall Bay Santa will make 30 bucks an hour. So I like the idea of, hey, senior citizen, if you can't quite figure out the best ways to make ends meet, there's a way to do it. Apple and Ericsson, the two companies, have settled patent litigation by signing a license agreement after suing each other over mobile technology patents. That typically feels like what happens. A Barron's article suggests that Microsoft could rise 30% over the next 18 months thanks to boost a boost provided by its cloud computing business. Microsoft has risen from the ashes, left for dead. They're doing damn well. Tiffany, uh, you might think of them as a luxury goods retailer. I might think of them as an overpriced uh, rock seller. So Jeffrey's upgraded Tiffany's to a buy from hold, calling it a rare opportunity to get a high-quality company at a discount. Joy Global, this is an interesting one. It's a mining company, and no one likes mining. No one likes anything like, hey, you got to go get oil out of the ground? We'll sell you this big rig to do it. Hey, you got to go get rocks out of the ground? We'll sell you this big rig to do it. Um, the company that nine months ago basically said oil is going to collapse, Friedman Millens Ramsey, when was it $90 a barrel? Um, I was interviewing someone, and he said, oh, no, oil can't go to below 70. Uh, Friedman Millens Ramsey, FBR, said it's going below. It could go as low as 20. I think they've been more right than wrong. And he's putting a market perform now, um, the analyst on Joy Global, from an underperform, and he rode the underperform all the way down. So that's pretty cool. That's a good call. Comcast is considering a bid for British commercial broadcast ITV. Um, the NBC Universal parent could bid as much as $16 billion, and that talks between the two parties are believed to have taken place. So Comcast can't really grow much more in the United States, it's thought. So maybe they'll go get a footprint put out into the U.K. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that's the worst yeah, baby ever. Give me a break. It's the holidays, and I'm a little fried. Um, Live Nation, they're interested in rescuing financially strapped music festival promoter SFX Entertainment. We'll see how that pulls. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. 
I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. I hate lottery tickets. I think lottery tickets are the ultimate no-labor gift. They add a little extra oomph to a greeting card for sure. They're fun for the giftee to fantasize for a few moments about early retirement or paying off college debts. Never mind that the odds of winning a major jackpot are about a few hundred million to one. But on the bright side, the odds of winning enough to buy a mocha latte with whipped cream are within reach. One in 55. Almost $40 billion of prizes are awarded through the holidays. Um, I don't know. For some reason, in my head, I just think people should stop buying lottery tickets because... I just think we have to start figuring out what we're going to do. We don't have to get it right yet, but we need to start figuring it out. Um, and I don't think we've got it figured out. Um, 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. I prefer you buy your holiday gifts with credit cards instead of debit cards or cash. Credit cards have a lot more protections built into them. Pay them off come your due date, but I prefer you use credit Credit's good. Um, I've got about 800, uh, not 800, um, about $8,000 vacation miles wrapped up on my Barclays arrival. So I'm going to go somewhere somewhere good in 2016 and not spend a dime of my own money. Just spend the money that I accumulated. Um, the points that I accumulated. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, what you can talk about. Um, stocks are mostly higher in choppy trade. Oil, you know, hits a 11-year low. Um, a lot of people are saying, when's it going to hit low? And is it going to be 44? Is it going to be 40? 38? 36? 34? Um, ETF investors who are trying to, like, buy just the ETFs of oil have lost about $24 billion trying to predict. You can't do it. Or you can do it, but I don't think it's going to work out for you. Um Hmm. Don't forget about shipping time. Um, I saw recently that Amazon's going to have 25% of all holiday gifts this year will come through them. UPS sorts 4 million express packages during peak. Can you imagine that? What a logistics company. And Amazon's starting to buy planes. Uh, scary. Start around midnight, every 60 seconds a plane lands on one of the airports. Two parallel runways across the United States for where UPS works. Um, out of Kentucky. So it's pretty busy. It's pretty crazy. Um, every 60 seconds a plane lands. Like, if you were to stop motion that, you'd be like, that's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Uh, the humming stays constant. There's uh, 155 miles of conveyor belts racing packages through the, you know, the port. Um, 416,000 packages could be handled per hour. It's a 5.2 million square foot um, building, which is about 90 football fields. Uh, so UPS stays very, very busy during this time of year. Online sales count for about 15% of all sales now. Um, and again, this year it's going to be even higher with Amazon when all is said and done. So the humming is constant. So will UPS be up to it? And or, like I said, recently we saw um, Amazon start leasing planes, and that's going to put them in direct competition with, with FedEx and UPS. So... Not for a while, but that's not how investing works. Investing looks 10, 15 years down the road. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. 
Star Wars phenomenon, I think we've beaten that just to death. Uh, it'll come back up, I promise. Uh, we can't seem to hide from it, even if we want it to. So, uh, Amazon and Costco. This is an interesting, you know, thing to start thinking about. We've seen Amazon hurt Target and Walmart pretty aggressively. But Costco's been kind of protected because of low uh, gas prices um, and because they've got that membership angle. Um, and food. So, but Costco has a, come some problems, and they are going to see some weakness because, like, if you want cat food, yes, they've got it, but they've got one flavor of cat food. If you want muscle milk, they got it, but they got one flavor and one size of muscle milk. So they do have something to lose, and Costco's going to have to respond to Amazon, uh, and their shipping isn't quite what Amazon's is. So. And, you know, sure, you can buy, you know, deodorant in bulk, but um, shaving cream? So Amazon's got this pantry thing that they'll deliver goods to you. And, for instance, I get toilet paper and paper towels and uh, some sports drinks and um, things that I use regularly. So they take 5% off of the first one. If you put a second one in the pantry, that's 10%. If you take a third one, that's 15% off the cost. Um, and that's a pretty good deal. So, so will I continue using Costco? Yeah, I like Costco mainly at this point in time for vacations or for flights and car rentals. Um, it's certainly fine, and gasoline's lovely. Uh, tires are nice. Uh, the company's business model remains sound, but their assortments are going to be a problem down the road. It's too much of a treasure hunt, and it's too much of a risky proposition. There's often items left, you know, in, in Costco baskets. Um, just throwing it out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. Uh, Mattel's stock has been struggling for years because of Barbie. Now they're trying to bet big on American Girls, which is a doll set. Um, they just don't seem to be Hasbro. So... I don't know if that's worthy of noting. Will they get their mojo back? Will the stock become so cheap that someone steps in and says, we want those brands? Will they finally be able to get Barbie branded again to be something other than a big busted plastic piece of plastic uh, who's super skinny? I don't know. Uh, it's not a bet I'm willing to take. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.